have all you want, but don't get between me and the bloodline. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Hello. Hello. Hey, Dennis. What's up, dude? We were just talking about you. You bastards. No, we weren't. We were just talking about Discovery and how it's going to be cool, how they, now they're 950 years into the future and they can do whatever they want and it sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. All kinds of new aliens and, and shit. And will this be the Voyager we were promised as opposed to the stupid show that we got? Could be rad. Could be rad. Could be very rad. Yeah. Oh, uh, BT Dub, just before uh, the show, maybe a half hour ago. BT, what does that mean? BT Dub? Yeah. By the way. Oh, okay. Um, my molar had a filling in it for the last uh, 10 years or so. Uh-huh. I don't like how you use past tense there. Yeah. So I was eating some very soft, uh, delicate, um, tasty salmon for dinner. Salmon. Nice. And uh, my tooth exploded. Ooh, that's not fun. Yeah. So I'm not in pain yet, but there's just like the remnants of where a tooth had been. So I have to go get that taken care of. Tasty salmon. Yeah. Nice. I combed it down. Looks good. Yeah, but I haven't all, had a haircut. All gussied up for Passover. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the best thing, Monica found uh, Passover cake. It's made out of matzo meal. Ooh, that's fun. Pound cake. So it's just like, oh, that's my dessert, and it's very soft, so it doesn't hurt my tooth. There you go. We don't want to hurt your tooth, that precious tooth. Oh man! All right. So this week, thank you for. Um, not missing us too much last week. I was in no mood to record a podcast after Manchester City's failure in Europe. <laughs> and, and the way they should we were, be glad that we didn't do it because it probably would have been dominated by a lot of soccer talk. It just mainly would have been me bitching that VAR has failed me terribly. The system created to fix mistakes fixed none of them last week, and we were eliminated from the Champions League. And we can't win the quadruple, but now we can still win the treble, the domestic treble. But Burnley's going to be tough. That's all I'm going to say. Burnley's, Burnley's going to be tough. They're like uh, they're like Stoke used to be. They they're not trying to win, you know. Yeah, they're, just they're not. To frustrate you. Yeah, they're going to play nine guys behind the ball and wait to score offset pieces. So it's going to be a frustrating Sunday, but whatever. <laughs> How did uh, Tottenham do this year? Tottenham is doing very well. They're in third place in the in the uh, English Premier League, and they're in the semifinals of the uh, Champions League. Evan, I'm just curious. Why do you ask? Because someone recently told me that certain football clubs are considered – Jewish yeah. football clubs. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> and the one that they said routinely came out as that was uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. So yeah. 
That's right. uh, I heard that uh, Adam Richmond said that on the uh, the Men in Blazers show. He was on there, and uh, they asked him what team he supported. He's like Tottenham, because that's the, that's the Jewish team. Well, how do, they're the Jewish team? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, they have an actual <laughs> Jewish connection, don't they? But there's some clubs. There's like, yeah, there haven't been Jews in this part of England for 800 years or so. So I don't know how, but yeah, we're. A, but there's like two or three clubs that are considered Jewish teams. All right. And I know it ain't Newcastle. <laughs> no, so I've, I'm I'm going to get my uh, Tottenham uh, gear. So you're gonna be you're gonna be a Lily White. I will uh, see what All this right. You and uh, Marina Sirtis. Yeah, uh, Marina Sirtis oh. is a big Tottenham supporter. Well, then double down. That's yeah. I mean, don't expect to win a whole lot of stuff. But no. you never. I mean, you and know you'll what? have good teams, but you ain't gonna win nothing. They have this year just as much as a chance as anybody else to win the Champions League. I mean, I think it's kind of wide open. Maybe. I mean, it's. I mean, eight. I actually like Barcelona is going to win. Yeah, I know Liverpool's going to win the Champions League. Yeah. I know it. I know it. But see that. The good thing is Newcastle plays Liverpool right in between the two Barcelona legs. I know. You got to be excited about that. I am. <laughs> I would like to see Rafa Benitez frustrate Liverpool and get a result at home because they're playing at what Sports Direct at St. James Park. Are they? You have to come to Cincinnati, Dennis, because the bar that I watch Manchester City at is also a magpie bar. Oh, really? Like they have – because. I went, I went a couple weeks ago. We played at like a, at 1230. The Magpies played before us. And as I was coming in, there, was, there were at least, I'd say, maybe 10 Newcastle supporters there. And, like, they draw Newcastle supporters pretty regularly from what I understand. So, it must be nice to have, you know, bars that open early enough to watch English sports. Like, yeah. the only one around here, I think, is Murphy's. Yeah, Murphy's. I'm not does. going to the oceanfront. Yeah, yeah. That's too far for me. Yeah, I mean, you got to... When you said Murphy's, I was like, oh, you guys have one up in uh, Newport News, too? Yeah, no. couldn't be the one that I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah I know they That's opened. Yeah, we found one in Bumfuck, New Jersey. Well, we made... We asked them to open, and they said they would, because we called them the night before, and we were like, hey, will you guys open for soccer? He was like, I guess so. <laughs> that was so cool, though. We were there at, like, late breakfast or something at this bar that wasn't even yeah. open. Yeah. They are very it's, nice to us, so we should have gotten the name. It's fun, man. I love doing it. Like it's like even, seven years ago. Yeah, even the seven thirty games suck. But I mean, I get up for the seven thirty games at six forty. I just throw on some clothes and brush my teeth and run out the door and watch Manchester City. I love it. It's so much fun. We have actually like two or three bars. Like there is a dedicated Everton bar in Cincinnati. Um, I guess it's over by Xavier University. A bunch of like Xavier kids started rooting for uh, Everton. So they have a dedicated Everton bar here, which is pretty rad. Yeah, that's got to be a sad place sometimes. (laughs) They don't allow you to bring belts or shoelaces in there. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. So, but yeah, so you should be a Tottenham fan. That would be fun. The Spurs, the hot Spurs. I will start. I can uh, have another friend who has a team better than mine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but you know Tottenham might have to sell everybody's because they got to pay for that stadium so you never know I mean Erickson's leaving from what I hear Erickson's gone so but we'll speed up on all this I, don't know. I just heard it confirmed they have a strong money connection 
<laughs> well, hey now. Hey what? Now. what? <laughs> they clearly don't because they haven't spent any in like two windows. But yeah, you guys are currently in the Champions League semifinal against uh, a European powerhouse called Ajax. They're a team that used to be really good in the 70s, and now they're really young, and all their players are going to Barcelona. Laton used to play for Ajax back so then. Did, so did uh, – what's his face? Um, the biter on uh, Barcelona. Oh, Luis Suarez? Yeah, Luis Suarez was from Ajax. I think every – yeah, they were a powerhouse, dude. So you guys are playing them in the Champions League. <clears throat> Anybody but Liverpool. That's, what, that's how I'm doing it. Anybody but Liverpool. All right. So anyway, Barcelona. Barcelona. Hopefully Barcelona will win, but we'll see. They'll find a way. You hate Barcelona? Yeah. Because everybody be loving them. How can you hate Lionel Messi? Because everybody be loving them. That's it's why. So wonderful. Ronaldo all the way. No, Dennis, you're not a Ronaldo guy. Hell yeah, he's great. No, he's so selfish and stinky looking. I know he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, you 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 seem more like a messy guy because you're a team player. <clears throat> but anyway, this episode is called Ties of Blood and Water. Neckties of Blood and Water. Now, is this connected to – I didn't read anything on the wiki this week. Was that something to do with uh, blood is thicker than water or something? So I don't know. I kind of – Probably because the whole, you know, fake daughter thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure has going on the whole fake daughter thing yeah yeah this is from what last season or i think two seasons ago two seasons okay yeah and the wikipedia says two two years earlier two years ago a friend of mine kira had been abducted and told she was the long-lost daughter of cardassian legget named uh gamore Takeni, disguised as a Bajoran for a top. Oh my situation. God! They killed Takeni. You bastard! So this was an actual episode. Why don't I remember this episode when she was abducted and told yeah. she was the long one? I don't remember this episode at all. I barely remember it. That really happened? Yeah, yeah. we watched. <clears throat> I guess that's. I'm sure we did. <laughs> it feels like it was two years ago, right? <laughs> I, don't know, I guess that's the one thing about recalls is like i have to remember all the recalls and sometimes i don't maybe that's the beauty of tng where like they just tell you something happens and then you never see it again you never have to remember it yeah it was an episode called second skin second skin season three all right i don't remember that one i wonder i wonder if we liked it i'll have to go back and check the the review i'll listen to it and see if we enjoyed that episode well while you're going back down memory lane today i listened to uh uh, first season episode, Dead, Dead, Dead. <laughs> what? And it was great. It was uh, the skin of evil, the one oh. where uh, Yar gets killed. Yeah, Tasha dies. Uh, yeah, that's really sad. What a what a great Dark Trek episode. Uh, I was going to go back and listen to that one. Dead, so much dead. Batman voice. Dead, 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 Dead. Yeah. All right, I'll go back and listen to that one. I think it's episode 18 or something like that. All right, Dead, Dead, Dead. Unfortunately, Ben wasn't on that one, but it was it was good in spite of that fact. Ben will never hear it then if he wasn't on it. Like I was like, I don't remember doing that. Treat yourself, Ben. No, I refuse to. If I'm not, I don't listen to any podcast. I'm not a guest on or I'm appearing on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you're telling the truth, but part of me really believes that it's true, and I love it. No, I mean, I've, I've had teachers tell me that for years that I, I, 
obviously love the sound of my own voice. So you're like, yes, I do. It's great. Yes, I, have a, I, I have a wonderful voice. You know, and I would walk around with my old tape recorder and I'd like mash the button down and it had that cheesy microphone and I'd record uh, what I used to call tape casts. <laughs> those weren't as popular. And you know what? With this great voice teacher, I can do many an impersonation. Time was a man could, could talk to his teacher on the Did riverboats. Did that accent boat. stand out in Alabama though? No. They were like, oh. Is that my pappy? He do my pappy's voice? <laughs> Why are you talking normally? Go sit down. Why do you sound like everybody else in this town? Now everybody about my town, they, they all had that that country up in the hills kind of thing. Except that one lady over to the Methodist church, and she had one of those Savannah accents <laughs> for money. And she'd she moved was, out of town by mistake. She had a fancy voice. Mm-hmm. People don't think that there's different Southern accents, but oh, there are, yeah. Yeah, if you live down there, you can tell. For sure. Well, if you ever watched the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Um, <laughs> Is it on Netflix? I don't know, but Jim Varney. Yeah, Jim Varney's in it. Yeah, well, he you know, plays Uncle Jed, but he's also famous for all the Vernon Ernest uh, yeah, commercials and, and goes to whoever movies. Remember he had a Saturday morning cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, that was I great. I really remember that. But see, I grew up, he would do local commercials when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah, he would do Marva He would do Marva made commercials in Virginia. I remember yeah. that. The and so the thing was though is that he has a Tennessee accent. Okay. So he's from Tennessee, and he said when he was preparing for the Uncle Jed role, he had to go to a, a dialect coach so he could get the Ozark uh, accent. Down. You think they really did that much preparation for the? Oh, absolutely. Movie. Have you seen that movie? No. Is it, I, I take it it's good okay i'll have to watch that all right so <laughs> ben's recommendation for the week is watch the beverly hillbillies movie it's an effing masterpiece so was his exact words yep an effing masterpiece no but i am aware that there are many different southern accents my uh, my wife's uncle uncle raymond is the coolest guy in the whole wide world but i only i can only understand about 60 percent of the words that he says Cause it's just, I mean, it's, it's hard. <laughs> I really have to pay attention to Raven when we talk. Like I have to like, like look at his lips and like focus really hard to see what Raven context clues. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's a funny guy. He tells good stories, but he, he used to call my wife Stefan when she was a kid and he used to fucking piss her off to no end. <laughs> Ain't that right? Stefan <laughs> and Uncle, he's awesome. I love me some Uncle Raymond, but yeah, I really have to pay attention. She's from Florida, right? They're from like, yeah, like right on the, yeah, right on the Florida Georgia swamp line. Yeah, because yeah, Florida, the further north you go in Florida, the for, further south culturally you're going. Yeah, it's it's like right on uh, right on the border. So this is about as northern southern Florida as you're gonna get. So it's it's like South Georgia, North Florida kind of thing. I mean, like, like they live Augusta, Georgia yeah. area. They live like right on the Florida Georgia line. Like my wife's grandfather's house was on Bass Lane because that's who lived there, and like their front yard is Georgia, and their backyard was Florida. Like that's where they are. I mean, they're right there. That's crazy. Nice people, though. Very nice. But anywho. So, yes, yeah, so this is a callback. Um, I guess they had a very tight off-camera relationship because we just saw it 
on camera for that one episode and I totally forgot about it. Um, I assume this was something that happened during the occupation or something, but no, this was an actual episode. So we really need to pay better attention to what's going on. I mean, is it our fault if it's not memorable? But I mean, it had to be, mem- it had to be memorable enough for them to bring it back. Or maybe it's memorable they, it just, for Ira. Yeah, maybe. I think it just serves a function of uh, giving some more insight into the dominion uh, Cardassian relationship. Because that's what a lot of this is about. This dude, he's the legate, and he's going to die. And he's saying, like, look, I want you to participate in the ritual of me telling all my secrets, you understand? And so he's got a lot of information about the Cardassian government. He wants to get it all out before he kicks the bucket. And this is very much a sore spot to Gol Dukat, who fucking, this guy hates his guts. And I don't think he likes Gold Dukat very much either. And they just kind of go from there. I got to say, I love Cardassian culture. Like they just everything about them is just so shysty and like really like sneaky mm-hmm. and like they would have a, a ritual where you reveal all your secrets to somebody <laughs> so that, they can get that information later to to gain some kind of advantage yeah it's well, almost like they're like the blend between the klingons and the ferengi if that's even possible like mm-hmm. you know the the uh deceitfulness of the ferengi with like the, the militaristic nature of the Klingons combined. But I mean, knowledge is power. So you're, you're passing on, you know, power to, to your loved one or whoever that you, you you're not doing it for the betterment of society. You're doing it for, <laughs> to, so that they have an oh, advantage. Absolutely. Somebody yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. It is very backhanded and very sneaky and very sly. And it's just, yeah, I'm going to tell you everything I know before I'm dead. Because <laughs> like, I got to, somebody has to know the truth. Yeah. But this is a very, I guess this guy is also like a, like a pariah on Cardassia because he was a member of the resistance or some shit. I kind of didn't get the that. The dissident movement, yeah. The dissident movement, that's what it was, yeah. yeah. That was the whole deal before why they sent Kira in there because she was supposed to trick him into thinking his long lost data was still alive yes so that he would i guess quit being a dissident or something yeah oh no they wanted to get proof that he was the leader of the dissident movement right yeah because they didn't know that yet yeah and so they needed her to infiltrate and and prove it and then they were going to take him out yeah and then like so yeah so her daughter is missing somewhere and that still is a point of contention in his life he wants to find her he wants to be involved he wants to see her one last time before he eats it because he's got some syndrome where his condition really took a turn for the worse as soon as he hit phase nine like he was yeah. walking around like i'm feeling okay and then it's like as soon as he verbalized that he's ill that he's like i'm fucking dead i'm just gonna i'm gonna die just like that man i said it now it's over that's why you can't put stuff like that into out into the world because you know? uh-huh. then it manifests itself so the old people used to whisper i heard that jill had the cancer because yeah. <laughs> they don't want anybody to know because this guy just he's just like blabbing about it verbal voodoo dolls yeah because mm-hmm. he seemed okay when he hit deep space nine the only thing he really said was oh the trip took really took a lot out of me i want to go to my quarters and then he was just like yeah i'm dead and then he was dead essentially like hours later this guy totally ate shit and died yeah because it didn't sound like it was I mean, I guess it is a serious disease and everything, obviously, 
But when Bashir first talked about it, he's like, oh, well, you know, I'll have to treat his digestive tract, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he has a chance. It sounded like he had a chance yeah. to pull through. <laughs> but no. It just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I, I noticed, though, that with uh, Bashir, um, when he offered the treatment, I almost expected, just from the way these shows are sometimes written, that he would refuse treatment because he wanted to die. But he was yeah. just like, okay, well, do what you can, doctor. Yeah. And, and like, then he oh, died. Well, yeah. He's accepting treatment. He's going to die. Shit. Maybe Brigitte. the ones that resist are the ones that, you know, have more drama. Maybe Brigitte accidentally gave him the expedient version of his illness as opposed to the the cure. He was like, oh, let me just. to the uh, Beverly Crusher manual of medicine. He, he just wasn't paying attention. He was like, what's the name of that disease? All right, because I've got. <clears throat> The, the the stimulant that'll speed it up, or I got the the repressant that'll take it away. Let me grab that one, and he gave him the wrong one. It's like, oh shit! Okay, I, I think he was he was I trying to him, vaccinate him. I gave him the wrong medicine. He just gave him more of it because he's like, yeah, because that'll make his body fight it off better. Yeah, so just yeah. give him some more, and because that's how vaccines work. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't touch them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And go give me no damn autism. No way, dude. I'm not going to put those CIA microchips in me. Nope, I don't That's what happened to my tooth when it exploded. That was where the Navy had implanted the tracking chip. At least it wasn't the one with the cyanide capsule. It's true. I I was, you know, that's over here. And I was like, oh, shit, which one? (laughs) Okay, I'm not dead. Okay. I must be foaming for a different reason. (laughs) This salmon is really fresh. Tastes like almonds. <laughs> <laughs> Is that burnt toast? But yeah, so um, so she goes down to take his final thoughts, and this guy's slipping away very quickly. He's just dying pretty fast. And um, I guess She's very like nurturing, you know, taking good care of him. She figures out how to use the little yeah. dialysis machine thing that they got mm-hmm. him hooked up to. Which has seemed very overly complex compared to any of the yeah. medical treatments I've seen in the past on Star Trek. I think it had vacuum tubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a pump that you had to, like, you, you wind it twice and then, and then wind it some more. There's a crank that, you know, a foot pump. It almost, it almost looked like a one armed bandit. It's like a casino. <laughs> like, maybe it, maybe it was a slot machine. And while she was getting bored, she's like, all right, let's play some slots. Yeah. Slot machine of death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, no medicine this turn. Seven? Seven? Oh, Cherry. You're going to die. You to suffer through that. And I guess while all this was happening, um, your boy Gold Ducat hits up Cisco and's like, hey, man, we want this guy back. Um, I, heard he's, I heard he's ill. He's going to die. And we want you to give him back to the Cardassians. And Cisco's like, yeah, man, whatever. And then sure as shit, he shows up with a fucking giant fucking Jem'Hadar spaceship. And he's like, I told you we wanted our boy back, son. And they even come on board and we meet Wyoon again. Wyoon's not dead anymore. He's a clone. Yep. That's when we find, is this the one we found out that they clone? Wyoon clone ain't nothing to fuck with. Wyoon <laughs> 8 or Wyoon 5? Wyoon 5. Okay. Yeah, the other four died. This is Wyoon 5. And... Uh, yeah, so Wyoon's back, which is cool because he seemed nice. Seemed like an interesting character. So I like Wyoon. I'm good. I'm glad to see him. He's a little goofy. He is. 
a little off. But I mean, I wonder if it's like a multiplicity where the clones get dumber the further you go. It might be. That was a great movie. Yeah. On- one, one thing this did uh, remind me of, and I wonder if this is where uh, Ronald Moore got the idea for in Battlestar Galactica where the uh, Cylons, oh. whenever the Cylons die, a new body just, they just like automatically, uh, their, their consciousness is transferred to a, a body that's like in standby mm-hmm. on a different ship, but they have to be within a close enough distance right. for it to work, but it's a very similar kind of concept to, that they have here with the, the Dominion clones, the Border clones. I never thought of it. I never made that connection, but that's a good point. Yeah. Now, but all the scions though had to be super hot, like blonde chicks, though, right? No, like uh, Dean Stockwell was one. Yeah, mm, interesting. Because the only scion I ever saw was that super hot blonde chick. That, that yeah, there was the Korean one. There was a black guy. There was a white, another white guy. Yeah, there's two old white guys, right? Uh, two old white guys, and then two... well, I mean, if you can throw spoilers, Colonel Ty. But there was a hot blonde girl, right? Yeah, she was a she was the main initial one that yeah, and she fucked and she fucked everybody. Yeah, she, yeah, she was. She, uh, she got with uh, fake Zena, uh, the warrior princess, was one. What? Yep. Spoiler. That was a great reveal. I love Zena, the warrior princess. Yeah, she's wonderful, and I always assumed she was older because she was on Zena, warrior princess, but she's pretty young still. She was probably yeah. in her twenties when that was on. Right? Yeah, I thought she was much older. Yeah, I love that. Zena, the war. She was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Do you remember that? I guess, like, I think. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah, think he wanted to date her, right? Yeah, did Larry wanted to date Zena, the Warrior Princess? Oh. Ben's taking us on a tour of his place. Oh, and I, while we were talking, my fingernail split. So you're having all <laughs> kinds of problems. It's falling apart. He's <laughs> walking around the house. I had to get my nail file. I thought you were going to go take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's only for the Patreon viewers that uh, at the $500 level. Oh, nice. Watch would you do that? You, would, you, would you take a dump on camera for $500? <laughs> well, not that the camera could see. Like if I had it on the table in front of me while I sit there and stare at you, maybe. How much? What's my cut of this? What table? You have a table in your bathroom? I'll give you whatever you want, babe. When, ben, you, go, you, <laughs> when you go to the bathroom, where do you put your laptop, Dennis? Mr. I don't have a in table. Your, in your lap? Yeah. You get pee on it. <clears throat> no, you tuck your leg. Yeah, you got to tuck it away, baby. How do you tuck? Anyway. I saw the weirdest video today. Speaking of tucking, Dennis, did you see this? Um, the former Manchester United striker, Eric Cantona. Can, can, yeah. Katona, is that how you pronounce his name? Anyway, he posted a video on Instagram that was, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It was his face, right? Like his old bearded face, like making a mean face. And then the camera panned down to an iPad, right? And then on the iPad was a man with no shirt on or pants with an egg on his belly. And he releases his legs and an erect penis comes up and cracks the egg on his belly. It was on his Instagram for about six hours. <laughs> but it was the strangest and most hilarious shit I've ever seen before in my entire life because Man. I'm trying to figure out if it was... Tucking away an erect penis is not an easy task. No, he tucked it away and then let it go and it broke an egg on his stomach. 
Like it was the craziest shit I've ever seen, man. It's fucking amazing. And like, this I was on know. Instagram. Yes, it was on Instagram for like six hours. Yeah, yeah. And I was lucky enough to see it because one of the dudes in our Manchester City What's Up app was like, "You guys got to see this." <laughs> and I watched it. I was like, "That was hilarious and amazing!" Like all at the same time. Like because I don't know if it was really Eric Cantona, but he's really old at this point. But one, two things I know about him is he has pretty rock hard abs and a pretty big hard dick. Like I mean. It was pretty big. Egg cracking hard. I mean, egg cracking hard. I mean, I could. I don't think I could do that. Well, I mean, is this, is this I'm going to try him or? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if it was him or not. But like, if it was, it was pretty impressive. Because again, he had a pretty big penis, and it was big enough to crack think, an egg. Something like that. Do you think you take like Viagra or Cialis or something just to make sure it gets hard enough for it? And you know what? Well, I mean, if you're doing a show, like you don't want to. You don't want to risk. Well, you're not, you're, you're not live streaming, though. No, but I mean, you know. Take two. You like, got to make sure it's hard enough. Yeah. Cause the thing is, by the end of the day, you know, you're just like, God damn it. All right, another take. Yeah, because what if you don't do it the first couple of times and then you're just hurting your dick? Yeah. You know, I want to four hours. Wipe off the yoke. Yeah. And, you know, if you wipe too uh, vigorously, then it's like, well, now we have to wait for a refractory period. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man, I got a little carried away with the wiping. I just jerked off all over myself. <laughs> well, I and know I the answer. You, can, to... you can't recover that same level of hardness. <laughs> you got to wait a couple of days. Yeah. And I know, you know, the answer to who came first, uh, the chicken or the egg, uh, neither. <laughs> neither is the answer. Yeah. It was really hilarious. The answer though. is Eric Cantona. Yeah, Eric Cantona cracked up cracked a, an egg with his hard dick again i don't know if it was his hard dick i don't think it was maybe he found was that it an old man's body no because the guy had pretty hot abs yeah because probably Eric Cantona, it's like he played in the 80s and 90s he's got yeah, but i mean i'm sure i'm sure he could st- i mean you can still be 50 or 60 and have hot abs right yes mm. no liver spots anyway i didn't, I didn't see it any. body no it was a hairless body hairless oh he is brazilian <laughs> what does that mean getting a brazilian it's like waxing your you know waxing to be hairless your entire yeah. body yeah why not your anus it would hurt <laughs> let me wax your anus but yeah it was pretty hilarious i wish you guys could see it but like it, it already came off his instagram i'm sure it I'm exists somewhere Probably I'll do a Pornhub search or something. I'm gonna go oh, to yeah. incognito mode right now. <laughs> Eric Cantona. I'm not looking for that. I'm just going. Uh, <laughs> I just want to look for hard dicks. <laughs> egg cracking dick. <laughs> that that's the exact search term, Dennis. Dick. <clears throat> Has anyone ever gone to like Pornhub or YouPorn and typed in Dork Trek? No. no. I mean, we'll have to try that. All right. Uh, we might see Manny on there. I'm going to see what I've said. Hang on. I'm going to do it right now. Actually, I got to go incognito because my kids use this computer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go to incognito window and type in. I got a bunch of chicks cracking eggs with. Oh. Yeah. But that's probably like crushing videos, right? Yeah. 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 There's also the one where she's giving head while the dude cracks an egg on her head. That's not nice. That's, I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah why? You might, gotta res- might get surprised and bite down. Yeah, you got to respect the guy or gal giving you a blowjob friend. I mean, that's a dork trick. Let's see, dork trick. 
Let's see what pops up on you. Like all the past episodes are on the, you know, this is when we found out Dennis has secretly been. The reason he's yeah. listening to the old episodes, you're uploading them to Pornhub for shares. Um, there is um, whale penis. A chick like Ahura. She's got the red shirt on and she's banging some dude. A horny geek, Camille seduces a dork. A uh, skilled dork made a memorable bang for girlfriends. Um, horny geek strips. Cosplay, <laughs> cosplay Star Trek masturbation. Star Trek masturbation. Dork. Say, what website are you on? Because I went to Pornhub and I am not getting any of this. I'm on, I'm on uh, YouPorn. Oh. The hottest away mission is a guy. Nothing and, Star Trek related on uh there's another one. There's a couple videos. There's another one, the hottest away mission. Like these guys. <laughs> you right, this, Ben? Huh? <laughs> like, how does she been like that? Well, this is just wrong because, I mean, this guy is wearing a J.J. Abrams style Kirk shirt and the lady is wearing a 1960s toss uniform. And that's just wrong. That is so much bullshit. Yeah, their yeah. continuity department really dropped the ball there. Yeah, their continuity department sucks on this one. I mean, it's just piss poor. I mean, come on, man. Nah, you, just took, you know what? You just put insignias on the wrong goddamn side. Jesus. You just, you just took me out of it. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. why am I going to want to watch that? Here, but I'll send you, if you guys want to see the link, I'll send the link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So that's all. We'll have a boat race. Dun, 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 dun. But yeah, it was it was very disappointing because, like I said, J.J. Abrams styles style shirts with the original series style dresses. No, I mean you can't do yeah, that. Bullshit. I mean, if you're doing Mirror Universe and you know Prime timeline, that's fine. No, well, I don't think the Kelvin and Discovery, the Prime Discovery and Prime, you know, Toss era is fine. Well, Discovery is it's it's 950 years into the future. Spoilers. Do you think? But I mean, the uniforms, though, you know, the uniforms that era. No, man. Are adjacent to the Toss uniform era. Bullshit. Do you think we'll see like an Anson Mount uh, uh, Enterprise show? He said there would have to be certain creative changes. Huh. That means he wants more money, baby. No, he probably wants an executive producer credit. Yeah, he wants more money. Interesting. I would love to see that. Hopefully it happens. He liked one of my tweets the other day. I noticed. We're best friends now. I don't know if you guys know that. Me and Anson Mount, we are bros from way back. That's how it works. He does a podcast. Maybe I'm driving to Richmond this weekend. Maybe I'll download it to listen to it, see if it's any good. See, I mean, just, I mean, I can get the whole thing for you. Being a fellow podcaster that he would uh, be your BFF. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Friendship is rare, and then um, I, I fell into the white people trap. I'm gonna. I downloaded a uh, uh, a murder podcast, which I never thought I would download a murder podcast. But it's about the Black Dahlia, the Black Dahlia murder, I guess. And it sounds right. very interesting, so I want to listen to it. A friend of mine in my Manchester City supporters group was telling me about it, so I'm gonna listen to it. I have hit peak white white dumb. I'm listening to a murder podcast. Well, I, I know I'm, you probably didn't watch this, but Ben, did you watch that uh, um, TNT show with Chris Pine about the Black Dahlia? I have not yet seen thing? it. That's the only that's that's list of things to watch, though. That's, that's the accompanying podcast, I guess. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so I guess it's I guess the two tie in together, but you don't have to watch the show to listen to the podcast. But I guess it talks about like the family or whatever, and the grandson who became a detective to clear his grandfather's name, but then discovers that his grandfather's sick fuck. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. Now, regardless of what I think about the Jar Jar Abrams uh, Trek movies, uh-huh. um, I do respect Chris Pine as, as an actor. Oh, he's a great actor. I think he does pretty good. He's all right. I mean, I'm surprised he I walked mean, away. Snatner, but he's okay. I'm surprised he walked away from that franchise because he could have Wonder Woman money and Star Trek money. That's just money on money, baby. And now he's coming back for the second Wonder Woman, too. Yeah, somehow. I don't know how they're going to do that, but whatever. Well, I mean, Steve Rogers came back. In, in the, uh, yeah, but Steve Rogers didn't blow up in midair. And he was, and he was in. He had Super Soldier Serum and Frozen Ice. So, well, this guy had a uh, plane full of explosives and. Uh, a, yeah, but they froze, a, man. A thousand foot fall. So you know, same thing. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do that, but whatever. I mean, but like you would think it, thing like they Steve did Trevor all, ain't no Steve Rogers. Yeah. Well, Just, no, you know how they did it on the series, though, right? Because in the original series, the first season or two were set like in the first season was World War Two. World War Two yeah. fighting Nazis and Steve Trevor, and then season two they switched to NBC or ABC. They switched networks and then they retooled it and set it in modern times, which was the late seventies, early eighties. And now she worked for like this CIA type operation. Talking about the Linda Carter. Yeah, yeah, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. And you had which is probably why this show is being set in the eighties. But um, so in this series, she's still wonder woman. She's still Diana Prince, but then Steve Trevor's there. And it's like the first episode, they're looking at this picture from world war two, which is obviously a publicity shot from the first season. <laughs> yeah, Steve Trevor shaking hands with wonder woman. He's like, Oh yeah, my grandfather, uh, you know, new wonder woman, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you're banging your grandpa's uh, <laughs> side piece. What the hell? But that, I mean, so somehow we're supposed to believe that Steve Rogers from the show that he was, you know, mad about her in that first season, eventually gave up on her, got married to somebody else, and had kids and grandkids. Yo, son, you would- I mean, that's kind of similar to the MCU Captain America with uh, Peggy Carter's niece uh, great aunt i guess or great great niece or something yeah but at least it's a niece it's not her great you know her granddaughter or some shit yeah that's just creepy but yes. it was brother you know, you know funny is uh in the squadron supreme uh original miniseries the 12 issue one they did uh they had uh zarda the power princess who mm-hmm. was supposed to be like wonder woman yeah and she, in the modern time then, she was married to old ass Steve Rogers or Steve uh, Trevor equivalent. And he's like this 90-year-old man that she's married to. <laughs> World War II? Yeah. That's kind of cool. But he dies. He gets killed. By fake Hyperion. Fake Hyperion, not kill them all. The Superman analogy. I haven't read those books. I didn't read the entire thing when they came out, but it's been forever. It's pretty good. A lot of heavy-handed anti-authoritarian messages, Mm -hmm. anti-communism, anti- 
just anti everything. Like it, it tries to make everything look bad. Cool, I'm down with that. Yeah. What I mean, what were we gonna Star say? Trek. Speaking of Star Trek and superheroes, uh, Carl Urban is about to be on a new series. Well, um, he was judge. He was Judge Dredd too. Well, he's about to be on uh, the Boys. Oh, okay. So that's, I don't know if you've read that book, but it's uh, pretty intense. Interesting. I mean, like, if you're an actor, why not just stack up money and do all these franchises? Like all the franchises, do, integrity. Do all them joints. It's like your boy Robert Downey Jr. Man, he got a franchise with uh, with them uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes movies. Everybody be loving them. Mm-hmm. But there's no baby Starks in that one. Yeah. I don't know. Are you guys going to see Endgame this weekend? I'm probably going to see it tomorrow. I have tickets Friday morning at 9. Nah, that's a good time right there, Jack. But it's still full. <laughs> it's no still kids. full. <laughs> it is. I got the last seat in the middle. Dang. That was available. I bought it like I bought it this weekend, this past weekend. And there's like one seat that's kind of in the middle that I was able to get. All the other seats that were available were on the ends. That's crazy. Uh, or, you know, I, right up front. And I'm not getting it right up front. I, I saw a movie from like one of the side rows or side, yeah. you know, on the aisle seats, but it was uh, like my regular row that's halfway back. I, I, oh, it was, it was just very unpleasant. I heard the Fantastic Four in it. That's just what I heard. That's the hot rumor. Yeah. yeah. Now, it. does Reed like turn into like a pathway and then professor x rolls into frame something like that i'm not really sure how it happens okay. i just heard they show up the thing just runs through a locker room you know like, it's clobbering time <laughs> <laughs> i'd be pretty stoked if that did happen though like how awesome would it be like if the thing just showed up and was like it's clobbering time and you're like oh my god the thing is here yay one of the people that works for me she wanted the day she needed the morning off so she could go see it She's like, yeah, I've got a uh, doctor's appointment. I scheduled to see Dr. Banner uh, Friday <laughs> afternoon. I'm like, okay. Specialist. Yeah. Oncology specialist. <laughs> I, I still have to finish the other one on Netflix. I haven't finished it yet. But I guess I kind of know what happens. More? Yeah. No. He snaps and everybody, everybody dies. Oh, snap. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. I don't know, man. My son's tripping on this whole thing where he's like, when you snap your fingers, the, the actual sound comes from your, your finger hitting the, the heel of your hand. Mm -hmm. But when he snapped, he just did his fingers. Yeah, he got it. You got to remember, he had all the infinity stones. Yeah. He can, he can do an air snap like that. <coughs> air snap. I just said it's it's a freaking comic book movie. He's Thanos. Yeah, you're not. Re you're more concerned about the snap and not concerned about the giant fucking purple alien dude that's <laughs> who's come down to Earth and died. Well, there's there's the people are complaining about. Oh well, every time he used the Infinity Gauntlet, he had to close his hand. But when you snap, you're not closing your hand. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> Get a light. Analyze this too much. Hey, did, did you notice the the? Uh, the um, Norwegian god that showed up halfway through the fight. Yeah. That wasn't a problem. An immigrant song kicking in or something. I don't know. I will say that that's um, Ragnarok is one of the coolest Marvel movies I've seen in a while. That movie was really fun. I love that movie. 
I have somebody I work with that doesn't want, he can't stand any of the Marvel movies, but he liked the first Iron Man and he liked the two Guardians movies. And so I was like, well, so I just like the music, right? Well, was, that's what I was thinking. So I was like, you know what? You'll, you'll like Ragnarok. He's like, man, I fucking love ACDC and I love 70s <laughs> music. That's why I love these movies. I mean, Ragnarok was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thor had like a Jack Burton vibe. Like he reminded me of fucking, it was like watching Big Trouble in Little China out in space. Because I mean, most of the movie, he just gets his ass kicked, you know? <laughs> My one problem with the film is Jeff Goldblum because I don't like him. Oh, that was the best part of the movie for me. No, I don't like Jeff Goldblum. My favorite part was the alien guy, the weird alien guy. Kate Blanchett was my favorite part. Yeah, she was real hot. Yeah, she, she was. She made up a dick move. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful. Crushed my hammer. She's a beautiful woman. And she's amazing. Carl Urban's in that as well. Yeah, he is. Another trick reference. I like the rock guy. I thought he was silly. Yep. What was his name, Carl or Dave? Was like, oh, so we had that Dave. Oh, sorry, we'll call you New Dave. <laughs> like it's... Isn't that the director? Doing yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he's the guy from the thing we do in the show, what we do in the shadows. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's a pretty good show. It's a wonderful movie. Have you seen the film? Oh no, the film's wonderful. Like, oh, so you've only seen the show? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, the film is wonderful. Like, I it's. Yeah, the, that's where it comes from. Yeah, it's uh, the same guy. It's it's fucking hilarious. Is Jermaine Clement in the movie. Jermaine is in it. Yeah. No. Is Mark Prost or Prosk? I don't know or who that is. <laughs> in the TV show, you know, they're all like traditional vampires, except he's in the house and he's a psychic vampire, and so he just he drains people's energy by being really annoying or by like talking their ear off or whatever. And he's the only they're the only type of vampire that can take energy from other vampires so he lives in the house with him he's just being annoying to them the whole time <laughs> that sounds fun it's pretty great uh, what's his name mark proc, proc. No, I, don't, I don't see him in the film now oh, okay but do yourself a favor what it was on it was on uh watch instantly on net on amazon for a while now it's two bucks three dollars hmm. do yourself a favor it's three bucks it's really fucking funny Amazon kind of ticks me off sometimes because I put stuff into my watch list and because it's on Prime and then comes and goes. You no, know, now you got to pay, buddy. And it's like days. Like you can yeah. you can go. Oh, I'll come back and watch that. And like two days later, it's gone. Yeah, strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, but I mean, well, two ninety nine for the rental isn't terrible. Like no, it's not, it's not but I was so psyched because for a while there, I was watching uh, Batman the animated series and Superman the animated well, they, series. Well, they took those off and put them on the DC thing. So that's where they went. I was watching all the Star Treks, like all the Star Trek films were on there. And I watched Star Trek two through six on there. And I was like, cool, I want to watch these other ones. And then you've watched all the Star Trek films. Yes. (laughs) I guess they're on. You're so happy right now, Ben. Look at just like if you could, Patreons can see Ben's smug smile. (laughs) He's so excited about that one. Well, you've seen them all already. Well, you don't consider the movies to be... Uh, well, I, I consider those uh, the special episodes of TNG that are only available. <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> That's not fair because... Well, no, because it was what ruined it for me. First Contact's there, great. There wasn't enough time between the series and the movies. I agree. The first time, it, what ruined it for me is the first time I watched Generations on, uh, I guess, VHS... 
or whatever the format was I watched it on, it uh, it would have been VHS. It felt like I was watching a long episode. Yeah, that and Insurrection kind of feel like they could have been episodes. You know what, man? I get. It. I don't think Insurrection's as bad as everybody makes it out. It's to not. Me. It's not. No, I liked Insurrection. Nemesis was the series killer. Yeah, so. yeah. Nemesis was dog shit. But I mean, like Insurrection's pretty good. You know, I and I don't mind Nemesis. That and much. First Contact's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Ripped ass, John Luke Picard. Yeah, dude, he's so hot. His old ass dick. Hmm. Data getting Borg blowjobs. I bet he could totally break an, an egg with his cock, with his hard cock. John that may Picard. have actually been him in that video. <laughs> that might be what the uh, new Picard series is all about. <laughs> this is him breaking dick, yeah. breaking eggs with his hard dick. Oh no, no, yeah. no, no! That's the first episode. Every episode, he breaks something else with it. Builds up in intensity to the finale when he's got there's a, like a computer a of diamond Earl Grey hot nephew on my belly. I broke oh, it. I love how it burns. <laughs> I love how it burns. <laughs> I feel so alive, Mr. Data. Because see, you could just get the uh, the little like regenerator tool from Sigbay to fix all your burns on your skin after you yeah. do it. So why not? Yeah. Well, married to a doctor in your belly. If you guys checked out any of the um, cast list for that show? I saw, but I didn't recognize anybody but Patrick Stewart, so I just quit looking. Yeah, me too. I don't really care. It's just like, you know what? I, I'm After Discovery, I'm not looking at any pre- stuff i'm just you know what when it comes on i'll resubscribe to all access i'll watch it and then i'll cancel again wow me <laughs> although it, i didn't i didn't cancel immediately after this time because there's still episodes of uh, uh twilight zone to go yeah i'm gonna watch the twilight how is the twilight zone i've only seen the first two episodes i've so, seen the first three is it good yeah. mm. I will say one thing, uh, um, Jordan Peele. Yes. Not a very good uh, Rod Sterling. Well, I mean, oh, there can only be one. Like, because I can't take him seriously. Like, when he's doing the intros and stuff, I was like, hey, sorry, like, you've been doing comedy way too long. I can't take you seriously when you're trying to. He did do this smug weird little look in the second episode. Yeah. Where he kind of does this, that little like. Mm. So you're, wait, you're waiting for A.A. Ron to show up from the NFL draft bit? <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Yeah. I mean, the stories haven't been that great. Now, is he writing all the stories or is he getting like, does he have other people doing them with him? I haven't paid attention. Okay. The second one is a twist on the Shatner, you know, terror at 39 oh. Peter or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Twist on the Lithgow one. Yeah, the Lithgow one too. Interesting. All right. So, any, so back to this episode here. Um, oh, yeah. they're, they're going into their ritual, and they even—I mean, like—they're trying to get this dude. Gold Ducat is like, "Hey, man, look, we got your daughter, and you can see she's her. alive." Even though I think that was bullshit, because I mean, like, they—if the—if those dudes can master cloning, then they probably clone that bitch. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't they just like? pull her up on the communicator or yeah. something or 
you know, whatever. But I guess they said, we know where she is. They yeah. didn't necessarily say that they had her or that she was on her way or anything like that. They're like, we know where she is. It'd have been cool if they're like, she's right over here. And then all of a sudden they go to the communicator. It's like a sock puppet. Yeah. Hi, Dad, I missed you so much. <laughs> breaks down. Oh, my dear daughter. <laughs> I missed you so much. And then you realize, like, he has this huge psychological issue where he thinks the sock puppet is actually his daughter. <laughs> well, he believed Kara was. Forever. His wife tricked him. And he went, oh, no, this is, this is your daughter. Mm-hmm. I know you always wanted a daughter. Well, no, they were just dating, and she wanted to trap him, but she didn't want to actually have a baby. Yeah. You got a shoebox with a hole in the bottom and put the sock puppet in it and was like, oh, look, the baby. And it looks just like Oh, look, the baby. And it's you know the, the, the sock thing I've ever seen. The sock has like black yarn, and then it's got like a little disposable spoon taped to the front. <laughs> oh, this is so wonderful. I've always wanted to have a sock baby. This is the best day of my whole life. Sock baby. My biology teacher said that that wouldn't work, and that I was just wasting socks. But I knew if I kept trying. I knew if I used socks as condoms, it would work. This is the best day ever. <laughs> Gotta use fabric softener, though. Yeah. But I mean, you know, whatever. Or unless you just use them one time. Well, yeah. Yeah, but then, then you have to explain all your laundry. Your stock budget yeah. skyrockets. <laughs> well, there's no laundry. It's just like, man, See, that's why in my house it's cool because I do a pile, I do. Of, pile of dirty socks that you just throw a match on. <laughs> No, I just do. I do all my own laundry, so there's no questions. I get rid of my own evidence, bro. <laughs> well, and then speaking of Jordan Peele, I mean that—that's just uh, one of their better uh, videos. Where he, uh, I guess, Key is the college student, and his mom sends him the. Uh, she does a rap video about crusty socks. No, I haven't seen that. Key and Peele crusty socks. Look it up. All right. It'll, Look it up uh, on YouPorn. No, you too. <laughs> <laughs> all about the you porn so yeah so anywho um they he says no and they go back and do it all and they talk some more and then gold ducat shows up and he's like look man i don't know what this fucking guy's told you but he sucks and he knows all about the massacre at the fucking wherever monastery. yeah at the monastery and he was there man he was there yeah, and so then they start showing these flashbacks of Kira when that attack happened, and her daddy died. This and was, that was the day. <laughs> this is the episode that I I realized I was confusing <clears throat> Ro Lauren's backstory with Kira's. So when Kira's dad comes in, I'm like, well, basically the same type of character, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but see, Ro Lauren's dad was tortured to death in front of her yeah. when she was seven. So, you know, there's just, and so when Kira's dead, tortured comes the in, same way that Picard was tortured, like naked and hanging from the ceiling. So, it could wait. Yeah. how many daughters do you see? There are four daughters. <laughs> classic Cardassian four light torture. Daddy. <laughs> at some point, somebody in the resistance is like, dude, just say five lights and you're out. No shit. Yeah, it's all they just can't count. Yeah, <laughs> they just can't count. They're belligerent so about it. They think the Bajorans are all fucking stupid because they can't count the lights. It's like, why can't they see if there's five lights? Because there's an infrared see, light. No, dude. That the Bajorans can't see, but the 
Kardashian. No, it's a spiritual thing. There's the, there's the four actual incandescent lights, and then there's the light of his soul that he's trying to get you to see. You light up my life. That's what it, the other light is love. That's what it really is. It's love. That's all the Kardashians want. <laughs> they just want to be loved, man. Yeah. Show me your heart light. <laughs> Let it shine wherever you go. So, Did yeah. you know that song's about E.T.? Really? Get out of here. I, I literally no. had no idea until I heard that on like uh, Rick D's one day. And I'm like, Rick Didn't D's? that song come out in the 70s? Yeah. Well, no, it came out uh, right after uh, E.T. because he, no. was he saw E.T. and was inspired by it. Bullshit. Stop lying, Ben. Let me look. Are you, do you guys not know this? I thought you were joking with me that you, you were like, oh, everybody knows that, Ben. You're dumb. No, I think you're full of shit. Nope. Look it up. Oh, my God. No. It says, yeah, inspired by E.T. Yep. There you go. I almost wrecked my car when I heard this news. Okay, that's. So. The song was inspired by the blockbuster movie E.T., which Diamond and the other guys saw together. When E.T. leaves the earth, his heart glows a luminescent red, hence the song of the titles. Huh. The song came out in 1982. When did, when did E.T. come out? Like 82, 81. Yeah, that's what I thought. The songwriters were required to pay Universal Studios $25,000 for the use of the IDs, the, ID, the ideas for the film. What? That's weird. Huh. I love the that idea song. of a heart light. I guess. Wow, Neil Diamond was like, oh, I just saw this the greatest movie ever. I'm gonna go home and write a song about it. This movie's dope. Don't wake me up too soon. I'm gonna take a ride across the moon, you and me. And Kenny Loggins had a song called Welcome to Heart Light. Man, fuck him. Okay, right there though. And this came out in the same year. 1982. A ride across the moon? Yeah, you're right. All right. It's been right in front of us all these years. Weird. Many heart That was a big year for heart lights. See, and that's, that's the thing, though, is... And he did full loose. Track. And heart to heart. <laughs> <laughs> when they said Robert Wagner's wife died... Uh, I, I didn't realize it was Natalie Wood. I thought it was wife from Heart to Heart. Uh, what's her name? Was, Kate uh, Jackson. That was very no no. no. <laughs> isn't Kate Jackson in that? No, Kate Robert Jackson. Isn't from... she the? Isn't Kate Jackson the the singer from the forties? Who am I thinking of? Kate Smith. You're yeah. You're right. Kate Jackson. No, she was on Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the the wife on uh, God. What was her name? What Natalie Wood. Um, but yeah, I was like all broken hearted that there wouldn't be any more uh, heart to heart shows after that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, it's just his real life wife. Okay, nobody cares. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God it was just, God, it was just Natalie. Wood. <laughs> I was close. It's like, oh my God. I was a very horrible child. You just had your favorites, that's all. Yeah. Please tell me Christopher Walken's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me Christopher. I know it's already ice. Stephanie Powers. Stephanie Powers. Yeah. God, how could I forget that name? That's such an awesome name. Man, look at that hair. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Very feathery. I was sad when the butler died. I remember that. Like in real life. That was much later, though. Wait, your butler? No, the butler. You guys had a butler in Alabama? 
yeah, me. But uh, no, there was there was they were a rich couple. They solved crimes. Their chauffeur slash butler was this old the butler with a gravelly voice. Yeah. See, now you know that's that's fantasy because there ain't no way a rich couple is gonna go solve crimes. Yeah. Well, they, I don't commit some crimes. Maybe. Yeah, they're gonna do some stuff. White collar though. Yeah. It's like though in the thirties with uh, pay, there was... they'll pay hobos to fight to the death or something like that. <laughs> well, that's how they amass their fortune. Yeah. Hobo fighting will make us rich. <clears throat> <laughs> Tonight in the heart to heart arena. And if when they die, no one will care. These people have no families. Tomato can Lewis squares <laughs> off against boxcar Jimmy. That's awesome. I remember the uh, the Simpsons episode where Homer's the boxer. Yes. He's fighting like every guy he fights is named that's Boxcar a, something. That's, a hobo, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good episode. Yeah. Derek Tatum. Isn't that the guy's name that he fights? Derek Reggie. Tatum? Derek Tatum. Derek Tatum. Yeah. Homer, yeah, I don't want to hit you no more. <laughs> but um, but anyway. So yeah, so Kira confronts him and he's like, look, man, you were there. Why didn't you tell me? And he's like, I was just a kid, man. Like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, what's funny about that too is like, so they, there's a scene where Golducott gives her the data pack and she acts like, oh, I'm not going to read this. I don't care or whatever. <laughs> the very next scene, she goes in to take care of uh, Homeboy. Uh, and she's she, being all mean to She's like, like snapping everything like what are you doing fluffing his pillow and everything and i was like oh man she's really getting tired of taking care of his ass and then you know it turns out she actually researched that he was at that monastery attack yeah i was like why'd you front in front of ducat that you weren't gonna look at it because ducat like obviously he's gonna find out that you know you know gotta find out it's probably bugged it's got a it's got a trojan virus on it yeah that's gonna let you know when you open it well, no, but none of the uh, computer machines on Star Trek are networked <laughs> because it, they can't. They they got rid well, it of all, it's all an airdrop. So yeah, well, it's if no you network Wi-Fi, then it'll automatically. You can't prevent. Uh, no, there's no Wi-Fi because you can't have anything that talk. No computers can talk to each other because of the whole uh, control virus. But see, this is a Cardassian station. Well, yeah, but we Cardassians are, give a fuck about control. Okay. They they just think that's a Janet Jackson single. Control. So it's good, man. And then so she's, she's like, I. She's like, you, huh. you, you did that. You suck. You sucky suck. And then she went to Temple in the middle of the night. Yeah, because she went. She went to go get revenge, and her daddy died while she was gone. <laughs> and so now she feels bad because this guy is gonna die all alone like her dad did because she's a bad person yeah and that's what she does but it's weird that she has him buried right next to her dad yeah well because like she kind of realizes that she was a coward because she didn't want to watch her father die so she know that's her dad's grave i'm just assuming well that's what it says on wikipedia yeah and like she was digging and it was in the ground. I don't know, man. I'm, I could be reaching here, but whatevs. Yeah, I just, I was kind of curious because I thought, oh, she buried him beside. The, I'm watching the episode tonight, and I'm like, oh, she buried him next to her father. I'm like, 
Why do I think that's her father? She, I mean, it make it would only make sense. It's like know. poetic, you know, that it would be like, that. But what other family burial plot is she just going into like a cemetery and burying this guy? Yeah, that's all. She's just like, you know, she actually it was actually somebody else's hole, and she was like, "Oh, cool, there's a hole here already. This is awesome. I don't have to dig." Just this. off camera is a decaying corpse. That she <laughs> no, I get it though because like when her father dies, though she goes, she leaves the cave. She says, "You know, let me know when we can go again." So we can hit them again as soon as possible. And then she's up on top and she's digging. And dude, and here's another character that came back from two episodes. Uh, the dude that was like mentoring her or whatever. Oh, was yeah, coming a revolutionary up. friend. He's the guy that got blown out of the, when the, the yeah, he, blew up the quarters. But he had two arms. Yeah. Mm. He hadn't lost his arm yet. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But no, so she was digging the grave. In that that uh, it was, but the reason we didn't recognize because it, it's all green and beautiful now. <clears throat> but back during the occupation, it was all desolate. That's right. Okay, so I can. Oh, I see. That's probably why. It, okay, I'm good. I had to work all that out in my yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for the podcast. No, but all right, uh, I think I figured it out finally. My mental health uh, is, is once again uh, back on track. But I won't tell anyone that I do the podcast with what my findings were. Yes. As long as I'm happy. That's, yes. that's the only reason I'm here. We'll have to tune into Ben's uh, own special podcast. Uh, Brains Bencast. Yeah. Well, there's my, uh, my YouPorn Trek uh, podcast that I do where I watch and review all uh, Star Trek porn parodies. And, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Let's do that. You know, the, there was the one, the Next Generation uh, Star Trek uh, porn parody, mm -hmm. that they filmed it in such a way that you could cut out all of the uh, the sex stuff, and it would still play like an episode. Like when they made it, they were like, "Yeah, it's, we're kind of fans, so we want <laughs> like a fanfic, but then you know we added the sex stuff, but you can cut it." So we you want know. to be able it's to kind of done, like added sex scenes into the naked now. That'd have been cool, cool. Yeah imperfect yeah or like maybe that put would some, have actually made that a decent episode <laughs> or maybe put some sex scenes in the shore leave episode like you know like where they're doing all the shore leave stuff and over in the corner there's like a, a guy dressed yeah. in a rabbit suit fucking some lady <laughs> and the weird irish racist music's playing yeah ding, 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 ding. Fucking that guy and again <laughs> oh jim the boy give it to the old prostate won't you lad yeah Check on my balls. <laughs> the rabbit's getting getting dumbs from two chicks at once. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Work my Easter eggs, baby. <laughs> yeah, mama. <laughs> oh, the candy's coming. <laughs> McCoy's just watching, masturbating. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so then she, yeah, she was fucking the samurai. So then Kira has her moment where she's like, oh, I'm sad that this guy's dead and my dad's dead too. Mm -hmm. And then that's the end of the episode. And the only bummer for me, uh, well, not the only bummer, but like the one of the main bummers for me of this episode is we don't get to hear any of the secrets. What are we we it's, just, it's just stuff that we don't really know much about. Like, oh, this guy is really jealous of Gold Ducat mm -hmm. because he thought he should have been promoted, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, our, well, I mean, maybe it'll have a payoff later. 
like we'll see this guy later or something like that. But I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be some payoff later. But yeah, a lot of the a lot of the confession scenes were just like a montage of like confessions or playing slots. Yeah. And she's like, like dozing off while he's <laughs> this is my confession. Well that's why she she had the little recorder. Yeah. Yeah. She just like sleep through most of it. Just you know, as long as the recorder's going, she's like, okay, old man. Oh wow, that's earth shattering. Wow, that's great. Yeah, hold, hold on, I got to change the tape. Yeah, like in True Lies when he's uh telling her to dance with the tape recorder. <laughs> dance. So, well, there is the episode. Uh, ben, what do you rate this episode? Five. Okay, that's it. It was it? just. It was just- like a filler it was like okay yeah you brought all this shit back from other episodes but what did we do to advance anything <laughs> what did we do? i mean i guess we got to see Wyoon again right yeah okay. he drank some poison <clears throat> oh yeah. wow that was i like really that uh, i like that gold ducat still goes by gull even though he's like the president yeah. it reminds me of, like those military dictatorships you know colonel Qaddafi. yeah exactly yeah. so yeah five yeah, five. Uh, Dennis, what about you, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I agree. It doesn't really advance anything, but the Ducat and Wayun stuff knocks it up half a point for me, so I give it 5.5. All right, I'm going to say around that. Yeah, 5.5 works for me, too. Like, it was okay. Not great. Yeah. Not great. Just an episode. You know? Yeah. I've seen hotter. Everybody got checks. I mean, no yeah. checks. If everybody got paid, yeah. and then it's over. Warf wasn't in it. There was a good scene. No, Warf was in it. Was he? He was yeah. in there for like a brief second because he was like, "Oh, she did this." Car. He was in the very beginning because he said something about like she's friends with a Kardashian. And then uh, yeah, and then so even um, Rom and uh, Jake. Yeah, they, they were, were not, not in it. Fast. I mean, even Quark shows up. He had a good joke. Like, he made me giggle. I can't remember what the joke was, but I laughed. <laughs> I like how Odo showed up literally to get a check. Yeah. You know, you're here late. Well, you ought to go do something. I'll Bye. see you guys later. I got paid. And do you know a liquor store where I could cash this check? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, there you go, everybody. Thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of Dork Trek. You guys are the best. Uh, we'll be back next week with more Star Trek goodness. Uh, what's the episode next week? I don't even know. Uh, well, this Next week is episode 20, so we're almost done with fifth season. Yeah, Ferengi love song. Ooh. Quark goes back to his home world. It's just another Ferengi love song. Just an old Ferengi love song. And then we get back into like the war shit and soldiers of the empire. Yeah, he's caring for a badly injured General Martok. Oh, that'll be some shit right there because Martok's in it. Then you can't. When he shows up, then you know some shit's going shit's gonna to be on a popping, baby. It's going to be on a popping. My, my, my score starts at seven for that episode. Yeah. And it can only go up. Yep, because Martok is the man. That dude's the best. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. So, goodbye. I don't understand. <laughs>